Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. I'm Julia Roberts here with Ethan Hawk, and we're gonna. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Car. I'm Carson. That's Daniel. Um, and we're gonna be talking about two movies from 2023. One was a Netflix original, "Leave the World Behind," and don't we all don't we all want to do yep. that? And the other one was "Dumb Money," and yeah. So these are gonna be some interesting films to talk about, and let's get into it. Sweet. All right, guys. So we are going to start off with Leave the World Behind. It is a, I would say, more of a crowd pleaser if you're just going into it. Um, but here is the log line for Leave the World Behind. A family's getaway to a luxurious rental home takes an ominous turn when the cyber attack knocks out their devices and two strangers appear at their door. The cyber attack, not yeah, I know, right? Interesting. The cyber attack. They're prepping us. Um, yeah. So let's just get right into likes and dislikes. For me, I did like this movie to a certain extent. I thought it started really strong. I thought the direction. I even thought the camera work was all super original at the beginning, yeah. and I was like kind of captivated. It kind of hooked me in, and yeah, I thought that that kind of goes away as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of lost me a little bit, but overall I thought there was a lot of interesting concepts throughout. There's this, um, idea that the world is, I don't want to spoil what's happening and why it's happening yeah. or who's behind it, I guess. Cause there's like a con- confirmation at the very end of who's doing certain things. And I like that idea. I think it was a cool twist on it. Not that it really matters in this film, but I think it is a cool concept. I thought like, the fight that the fact that there was a Tesla attack scene was pretty sweet. Like, so there's some like really fun set pieces throughout this film. The acting is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing to write home about, but yeah, overall, I think it's definitely a capable film, but for me, the dislikes kind of outweigh the likes for me. The plot, like nothing happens yeah. for a little bit at one point, and it's not tension building. Nope. Nothingness. It's just nothingness. And I'm like, why? And then they set up this whole like tension between the two families that doesn't really have any payoff. Like the tension doesn't even build within them. Like these this commu- there's no like communication breakdown between these characters or any like disagreement behind like I didn't like that you said that yeah. and that's it. Like I'm like why don't we build up this tension between these two families? Why isn't that the movie? And I think that could work. I think that'd be a much more interesting movie, but that doesn't happen. And I think that's a wasted storytelling. Like they're just kind of like, they could have done more. You have a great cast to do that. Yeah. with. Why didn't we get more of that? And then, yeah, I don't know. I just, that's my main issue is like, it's too long. The tension doesn't build up enough. It really hooks you at the beginning and then it loses you in the middle the characters aren't really fleshed out that well. Like, like there's the whole thing, like Ethan Hawke and the daughter when they're talking, I feel like could have been, and that could have gone somewhere in the plot or even like 
Mahershala Ali and Julia Roberts when when they're talking and doing their whole thing. Like, why doesn't that go anywhere? Like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. should when I think when you're filmmaking, if you're gonna put something in the movie, it should add up yeah. to something more. Not just on. like pieces of things that might and happen. But don't. It's like a bunch of short films that yeah. don't make connect is almost what it was like in some ways. And there there's definitely like a strong theme throughout though. And a pretty solid message at the end for uh, all you physical media f- fans. So if you like buying your movies and you're a doomsday prepper, <laughs> this one's for you. But yeah, overall, it kind of let me down a little bit. I still think it was worth watching. Yeah. Like I had a good time for the most part. And I think this will be a crowd pleaser. I, I could see my parents like enjoying this for the most part. It's a good uh, afternoon flick, you know? Yeah. It's Saturday. You're ready to watch something on Netflix. Just throw it on. Yeah, plus deer. Deer is scary. So that's cool. Yeah, but that also to me but wasn't yeah, explained my... really either. No. Like, okay. No, not at all. So for me, yeah, the dislikes outweigh the likes for sure. I agree with what you said in regards to okay. likes is that the cinematography in it is really yeah. cool. I actually like the stylized. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool style in regards to it being almost like an old horror movie in today's time. Like mm-hmm. even with the um yeah. the score, the score was like insane. I was like, damn, the score is like really nice. It's like dun, dun. yeah, I know, and it's like heavy like drops. That. And like you think you're watching a horror movie, and I'm I'm at one point I'm thinking like, is Godzilla gonna come out or like ghosts something or whatever? <laughs> but yeah, I think for the dislikes, I hate Julia Roberts in this. Um, she's like lightweight, a racist, but they don't do anything. Exactly. I'm like, make her a racist if you're going to do that. Or she's also lightweight, like about to cheat on her husband, but then that doesn't happen. Let her do it. Exactly. Or the same thing, Ethan Hawke with the, that other daughter, like they almost, but like, it's so weird because in that scene in particular, she says, Oh, have you ever like had sex with one of your college students? And he's like, what? No. Like, do I even look like that kind of guy? And then she's like, I don't know. And then yeah. there's kind of like this flirtatious vibe. But then the very next scene, yeah, when the daughter is with Mahershala she's Ali, like disgusted she's by him, like, apparently. yeah, she's like, he wanted to sleep with me so bad. It's like, what you brought up the topic. <laughs> so it was just weird. Yeah. Also, if that was the, I don't know. Yeah, the deer part was never like. <laughs> I'm a still thing. angry with you. They're like, oh, the deer are trying to tell us something, or it's like they're trying to tell us something, but in reality, all the deer do is just stare at you, and then. They shoo him away somehow. And so there's that. And then, oh, in that other scene between the, the brother and sister, when they find that cabin and they're like, oh, this guy is probably yeah. watching you in the middle of the night. Oh, is that creepy? He's going to steal and they you. they never explain that. No, they never explain that because there's never any evidence of anyone looking at her or doing anything weird like yeah. that. So the whole thing. Also, the son's gross. He's the grossest oh, yeah, character. Yeah, I know. I He's like taking pictures of that girl. It's really weird. So it's what really a, weird. Also, such a weird thing that to part in too movie. is like his teeth falling out, his teeth falling out, and then like I'd freak. Right, but they said, "Oh, it's probably because of the sound that was being played." But everybody else was outside during that sound too. So why aren't their teeth coming out? Or was it the bite that he got bit? But also, what bit him? I think it was radiation. Hmm. But they, but then all of them would have been. But like to no it one else also. got sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, it seemed like a, a lazy connector of a movie. Like they didn't, they had a lot of good elements that could have been really cool. Um, but it just fell short. And to me, it's about a six out of ten. Like it's, it's an enjoyable watch. Mahershala Ali is really good in this movie. I really enjoyed his character. 
Um, but I also just enjoy him mm. in general. So, um, but other than that, he's just such a good actor. Yeah, he he really is. So it it just to me, I, I kind of like Ethan Hawke in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. No, I didn't like Ethan Hawke. He plays like this <laughs> I, like, weak I, dad. I like stoner dad. Yeah. yeah, I like him. No. Also, Kevin Bacon as like an alt right conspiracy theorist is great <laughs> casting. I know, but Kevin Bacon <laughs> like, and I was like, Ethan Hawke looked exactly the same in this movie. No way. I thought so. I wish Kevin Bacon was in it more. Yeah, I know. He's honest. really there just as a plot device to just explain what's happening, and then that's it. You don't see anything really oh, yeah. happening. It's just all told to you, so that leads it to believe that it's all theory. Like something's obviously yeah. happening. I think this could have worked. As a TV show, maybe. Yeah, that would have been cool. I would be into that. I mean, and the director like is known for TV shows, so. Yeah. Well, then that kind of explains yeah. a little bit more. Anyways. Um, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. movie is not worth it to me. I mean, if you want to throw it on, sure, go ahead. If you are okay with just stupid writing, then go ahead and do this. But if not, then it's not worth it to me. Sounds good. Sweet. All right, guys. Well, dumb money, baby. Let's move on. I thought we were done there for a second, so I was like, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, let podcast over. Right. Uh, the director of Dumb Money kind of threw me for a loop. Okay, I know you're gonna read that thing, but um, Greg Galepsi has directed some. Like, he has the most random filmography. He did Lars and the Real Girl, which is where um Ryan Gosling is dating like a mannequin. And then he did Fright Night, which is a remake of, like, a vampire horror film. Okay. Uh, but comedy. He did I, Tonya, which is an awesome movie, actually. I yeah. You guys should go watch that. Uh, that's a great movie with Margot Robbie. And then he did Cruella, which is super random. Like, I feel like these are, like, not the same vibe at all. And then Dumb Money right after Cruella. Yeah. Like, so weird. Yeah, it is a, it's a weird. I mean, and Finest Hours. Which was a stupid movie. Remember we yeah, saw Finest Hours. We saw Finest Hours together. When we came out, we're like, that was dumb. Um, is that the one with um, Chris, Chris Pine, Pine? Yeah, Casey Affleck. Yeah. And then Million Dollar Arm. Million whatever. Dollar Arm's actually decent, but who had that? Who was in that one? Uh, that one is. Oh, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I remember it's that one. John Hamm. Yeah, that was a decent movie. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a weird filmography. Like some of those are really good, and some of those are like whatever. So, anyways. All right, I cool. Just, it threw me for a loop. So, here is the logline. David versus Goliath tale about everyday people who flipped the script on Wall Street and got rich by turning GameStop into the world's hottest company. Game stonk. Game stonk. Um, okay. So, why don't you give them a little bit of a rundown of this movie as much as you can? Yeah, I don't want to go too crazy but basically this is recent history um we all well i participated in this daniel i think was too late no i did i didn't make any money though i'm gonna be honest i lost money and i made maybe like a hundred ish total but (laughs) whatever um i didn't make a million dollars so yeah but i remember following this story live was was crazy yeah no it was crazy i remember going on robin hood and being pissed because i couldn't buy more stock at one point i was like really mad yeah um and then so i switched to another app called public not a sponsor but i will give you guys my link so send me a text (laughs) if you want free money and yeah anyway so basically this happened like during quarantine time period basically the 2020 area yeah of the world and it 
basically follows this live streamer slash YouTuber, Roaring Kitty, also known as, uh, what is his name? Keith, Keith Gill? Is that his actual name? Yeah. Played by Paul Dano, and he's on these, he's doing, he's basically convincing people to buy GameStop stock, which a lot of other people are doing, betting against, basically, but he's bringing up that price, and this is all through, like, Reddit and YouTube, and so it's, like, normal people going against Wall Street. I don't want to explain all the the business side of things. It's kind of complicated. I was, like, trying to explain it to Alyssa, and I was like, I sound insane right now. <laughs> um, so if you're really interested in what short selling is and all that stuff with the stock market, you can look that up. This movie does a good job of explaining a lot of it, too. Yeah. Um, but those are kind of the main players you kind of get like these side characters that are invested in gamestop as well and you kind of see how they're riding that wave as well during the story yeah so you do get some other normal people involved as well this goes all the way up until the the hearings so it, it it's a good uh if you missed this piece of recent history this is a good way to catch up yeah and uh just a little side note on paul dano or paul dano however you pronounce his name the he best. has an such an interesting filmography and i think it's probably one of the most diverse types of filmography especially He's now dumb the best. dumb money was able to um expand that even more but he was in the fablemans the newest batman he plays the riddler he's in um also prisoners more notably um or of ten, swiss army 10 man years yeah t- 12 years a slave like he's in a lot of good things night and day um but he's underrated yeah, I think he's underrated. I think he's underrated too. I would like to see him in more things. Um, I didn't know if he was the Space perfect Man. role for this, but it was. A, I think someone else could have done it. Right, it was just a really fun like thing to do. Like they didn't make his character oh. stupid. They didn't make him like a wicked smart guy. Mm-hmm. They made him like a, almost the perfect guy. So I don't. Yeah, I I really liked I go- that. Another good movie with him. This is just kind of like a. This is a recommendation for everyone. Is Love and Mercy. He plays Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Oh, nice. Uh, that's a really good movie. I highly recommend it. Okay. But anyways, cool. All right. Well, let's get into likes and dislikes. Okay. Yeah. So for me, my likes were the score. <laughs> I <laughs> I okay. love throwing some of these some of these throwbacks. Yeah, you know, like TikTok not, viral not songs. Back, but <laughs> yeah, but I was also annoyed because I had to turn the volume down every time they played. Oh it, my gosh! I was like, yeah, it was years, this would, bumping. This would hit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was like, dang, my bass is getting used for once. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's kind of fun. I think the cast is really cool too. Like almost every second of this, you're like, oh, I know you. I know you. Yeah. Why are you in this? And it, and it just keeps going for like the whole movie. Yeah, like, the cast list is crazy. Fun face showing up. I think generally the acting is pretty good. Like Sebastian Stan kind of doing his thing as one of the Robin Hood guys is funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think seeing like Seth Rogen in this, the role that he's in is interesting. Same with Nick Offerman. Yeah. Um, I think seeing them not doing their typical funny guy thing, but it's still like a comedic movie is fun. Um, yeah. I think overall the movie does a good job of explaining a lot of the history of what's going on to like normal people. Yeah. And I think also just keeping it overall kind of funny and entertaining. It was well done in that sense. But I kind of didn't like this movie, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> it just got kind of 
boring to me. I'm familiar with the story, but I just kept thinking the whole time, like, I feel like a documentary could have told the story in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, I think what really took me out is there's just too many characters. There's yeah. too many side characters. There's no emotional core for me. Yeah. I think if we had an emotional core, this movie for me would go up. Like, it would go way up. But there's really, I don't feel emotionally connected to any of them. And I think that's a disservice to the story. Hmm. Um, that's just me. I do think most people will probably get some enjoyment out of this, though. I think it is fun in a lot of ways. It's fairly clean-ish. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. All these, like, side characters, like, I'm like, like, oh, I like that actor. But then I'm like, they're not giving them anything to do in this movie, really. Yeah. Um, see, That disappointed me. Okay. But... So I, this will be a time where Carson and I do disagree Um, and not in a, in a complete, you know, way, but for me, I actually think, yes, I don't think they did service to the characters as much as like, let's say air is, um, airs, those side characters are really, really great. But in this movie, for me, it feels like they tap into everybody that like had a part to play in this like so the 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 people who have some money who are willing to you know like you know jump in on this or the people that are like desperate for savings and that you know robin hood was a time where everybody jumped in on on trading oh i know and in stocks and so it was just like so that was funny robin hood's an evil company now oh 100 and and I think they actually told all the different sides of the stories pretty entertainingly. Like they, they tell the side of the Robin hood founders and like their role in it. And they tell the side of like the, the hedge fund, whatever they're called. I don't even know. Um, those types of people who are just like yeah, trying yeah. to bet against those um, people who are counting on uh, GameStop. So I thought it was really entertaining. I will say Pete Davidson is probably my only dislike in this movie, even though I love Pete Davidson his character seemed so kind of random. Um, yeah, his cartoony. It was it was just more random for me. Like it wasn't uh it wasn't a good Pete Davidson role. Like nobody, I, I didn't really mm. care about him. But like American, uh, I mean American America Ferreira, her role is a really good one. The two college students who are like you know you everybody was kind of in college. I mean at least in my circle was in college during this time yeah, still yeah. and they were trying to figure out what they want to do. Um and then as well See, I didn't care about any of them. Is, <laughs> I was like, whatever. Yeah, I know. But Anthony Ramos, he was I actually liked his role a lot in it. it, it he did have a cheesy end, but I did like him. He had two TikTok dances in one movie. <laughs> the same dance, two times. I'm like, we get the joke. This happened in 2020. I get it. Yeah, I know. Anthony Ramos. And like all the like outside of Hamilton, I don't necessarily like. He's kind of whatever. I think he cheated on his girlfriend or something too. But um, I don't like him even more. I will. I will say, all the uh, what's I'm gonna call it like references to COVID was like weirdly like triggering. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot this was like life (laughs) two years ago. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is crazy that this happened. Yeah, like all the masking and like seeing it all uh, whatever but it was just like kind of weird to see it in a recent movie i was like i forgot about it especially how they're like social distancing and different things like that um yeah that was all the zoom zoom hearings and stuff that's so weird yeah um so 
other than that, I still give this about a seven and a half, maybe eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I think it was something that was really cool that kind of gives you a deeper understanding of kind of what happened or at least what was at stake. Um, right. Cause I'm not going to say this movie is a hundred percent true, but I, it was, it was entertaining to me. I liked it. I bought the movie just because it was going to be easier to, well, it wasn't on, it wasn't on any streaming when I we first it. put it on and I didn't want to rent it. It's still not. Oh, it isn't. I thought it, I thought it got put on something. Oh. No, it's still not on streaming. I had to rent it for like three bucks. For me, I'd give it a three out of five. Oh, wow. I Honestly, here's the issue. I think it's because we watched three. Okay, we watched two really good movies. Yeah. And then two, like, for me, like, middle of the road yeah. kind of movies. Well. Like, this movie's not bad. I won't say it's bad by any means. It's just, it's better than um, Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, but <laughs> I mean, Bird Box is better than Leave the but World Behind. But it's definitely, I refuse to watch Bird Box. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't hit for me the way I wanted it to. Yeah, um, I, I can definitely see that. There is some parts where it is slower, but I wasn't, for me, I was not um, bored throughout the movie. I was, like, actually thoroughly interested yeah. in this movie. So, uh, yeah, guys. So, if you want, go check these out either on Netflix that Leave the World Behind or Rent Dumb Money. It is, um, yeah, there are two, I would say just at least try them um you know get your your eyes something i don't know diamond hands baby diamond hold hands. the line don't <laughs> sell what we should start a pump and dump let's start a pump and dump that right now is crazy um okay guys well hey next week we were going to be resuming our movie news episodes the first of the year talking about different things um probably a little bit about I, we're going to be really behind on this but golden globes and all the winners and all the things that happened at that we are um yeah it's movie news um, oh i'm so behind okay i have to read the news <laughs> yeah movie news and we will be watching the very first episode of monarch on apple tv and we're going to discuss that see what the hopes are for that and how maybe more been, than one maybe, maybe we'll two, do episodes. two yeah maybe the first two episodes um, that way we can finish that movie or that show out. And there's a lot of other shows that are coming that I'm actually excited about, particularly the Ted show. <laughs> I really want to check out the Ted no. show. Yes. Um, anyway, we may not review it, but it is, it is got my interest. We'll talk about it. Um, so yeah, guys, but after January, we are moving to something that is pretty close to mine and Carson's heart for February. We're going to be doing found footage February and that is no going way. to be a whirlwind in and of itself from the movies that we picked. <laughs> there's one in particular. There's a couple controversial. Yeah, that yeah we're, we're a little bit hesitant <laughs> um, on, but we're going to give it a shot. If, if it's too bad, we won't do it. Megan is missing. Yes, that is. Oh no, we're doing it. That is on we're the doing docket. Megan is missing. Uh, don't look it up. Don't watch it. No. We'll let you know if you can yeah, watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. We're going to check it out because of all the controversy, and we want to know. No, we just want views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> That's the one that kicks us off. Um, all right, cool, it guys. Might. Well, if – I mean, that's going to be the end of this episode, so – Feel free to go check out our other movie or other reviews from this month um, and the movies that we chose there. But until then, we will see you next week for some movie news and Monarch. That's a clean slate.